Welcome to the Modern Jewish Girl Podcast. I'm Jenna, lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in the holy city of Jerusalem. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. We're currently in the period of Spirit HaOmer, the Omer, where we count each day between Pesach and Shavuos. We're counting up toward the holiday of the giving of the Torah. I want to explore why we're counting and what this process of counting can teach us about our own self-growth. And I want to dedicate this class to the Aliyah Neshama, the Ascent of the Soul of Sharon Shanker, my former Rebbitzin and teacher who passed away tragically a few months ago from cancer, Shana Leah Bas Yehuda Zerach, and also the three D women who were brutally murdered in a terrorist attack over Pesach, Mother Lucy and her daughters Rina and Maya. So this should be an Aliyah for their neshamas. So the Nesivo Shalom says that the Omer helps us to continue the process of freedom that begins on Pesach and is culminating in Shavuos. So how is this so? And he makes a really good distinction. He says, on Pesach, the Jewish people physically left the land of Egypt, but the impurity of that Egyptian culture was still a part of us because that was all we knew. We lived in Egypt. So Hashem gave us seven weeks between Pesach and Shavuos to purify ourselves, to spiritually free ourselves from Egypt, from Egyptian culture and ideas that were false and harmful. Only then did we really merit to receive the Torah at Mount Sinai and Shavuos, which is the culmination of Yitzit Mitzrayim, of leaving Egypt. So the Nesiv Shalom states so beautifully, quote, the attainment of freedom encapsulates more than just a release from bondage, but more significantly, an emergence from the grip of Mitzrayim's spiritual devastation to a state of sanctity and closeness to Hashem. This period that we're in of the of the seven weeks is really a special time to keep working on the things that are holding us back from being our best self and really focusing on even one thing, one small thing each day can have a tremendous impact during this time. But what I think is really interesting, and I think this is so key to what makes Judaism so special and unique, it's not just self-help. Why are we going through this process? process of freedom. What's the point? It's not just so we can be free to do what we want, because as we've spoken about before, that's not real freedom. That's enslavement to our ego and our desires. The point of being truly free to be our best self is so we can be holy. Every year at this time, we we have this opportunity to work on our freedom, so to speak, so that we can be holy. We want to we climb the ladder of our own self-growth so we can be closer to Hashem, we can be more holy. And what's so interesting is that this culminates in Shavuos, the holiday of the giving of the Torah. And why is this so? Chazal, our sages tell us, the only one considered truly free is someone who involves himself in Torah study. This whole process of of freedom and attaining holiness culminates in Shavuos because it's the Torah that teaches us how to do this, how to achieve this. At first, this might seem a little counterintuitive, like the book that tells me all the things I have to do is going to make me the most free? Actually, yes, (laughs) because if you're familiar with Torah study and its effect on a person, it really makes sense because the Torah teaches us how to navigate this physical world so we can elevate it rather than be enslaved to it. 
That's the key. That's how we be holy. That's how we be free. And that is what the Torah teaches us to do. And obviously this this avoda, this service of elevating the physical necessitates a lifetime of work, but this is why we're here. So the Omer is a time where we can work on freeing ourselves spiritually from things that enslave us, whether it's materialism, food addiction, fear, anxiety, laziness, whatever it is. It can feel really overwhelming to try to free ourselves from things that feel so oppressive, but the fact that we're counting each day signals to us that this is a process that happens step by step and day by day. And I'll just say personally, (laughs) in a vulnerable note, that, you know, since we've, thank God, moved into this new house, there's a lot that goes into it in terms of setting it up and getting it ready and decorating. And and I happen to really love design, so I, I tend to get into it. And you can get really caught up in the materialism of, you know, just I get very caught up in the design of the house, which is obviously materialistic, but I try to keep it in perspective that it's for a purpose. You know, the Gemara even says that a beautiful home relaxes its inhabitants. You know, there is a a holy purpose to having a beautiful home so the people inside can feel peaceful and relaxed and, and function to the best of their ability. So that's all well and good, but I can't spend all of my time on house design. <laughs> you know, it's like then you're just getting way too caught up. So I have to balance and I have to make smart choices. There are other things that need to be done, like this podcast needs to be recorded, for example. I have to feed my soul as well. So for me, I take it moment by moment, like we're saying step by step, and each moment that I can make a better choice in terms of how I'm spending my time for me is a real victory. This week's Parsha, we're, we're speaking about two Parshas, Achare Mos and Kedoshim, where Hashem tells us, you shall be holy because I, Hashem, your God, am holy. Rav Moshe Weinberger from Eish Kodesh in Wilmere, New York, has a book called Sparks from the Fire, which is a collection of his speeches that he gave over the course of many Shabbases over several years in his shul. And one of his devoted students, Benjamin Wolf, would transcribe these speeches after Shabbos each week and eventually made it into this amazing book. So even if we're not part of that amazing community in Woodmere, we can still learn and grow from Rob Weinberger. So it's very interesting because he's talking about the process of attaining holiness. And he points out something very subtle and almost seemingly obvious and simple, but something we wouldn't necessarily think of. You know, when we think of what is holiness, we think of something so lofty and so above us. But what's interesting is the parsha right after Hashem tells us you should be holy because I am Hashem, your God, am holy. The parsha lists prohibitions against very mundane things like stealing and, and don't lie and the obligation to honor your parents and forbidden intimate relationships. So Rav Weinberger explains that these seemingly like mundane things are things or these sins like stealing and lying, they're things that people are not likely to just do out of nowhere. But he says that in the context of the daily grind of life, people get worn down, their defenses start to get worn down, and they'll break boundaries little by little until they come to commit these sins that they never imagined they would do. So it's so interesting because just like attaining holiness is a process, a step-by-step process, so too is degradation of one's character. It's really a ladder of growth, and we're either moving up or down. So this is why Rabbi Weinberger says that the secret of holiness is the ability to maintain a basic standard of honesty and morality with consistency over time, despite the grinding effect of day-to-day life. He says, quote, The battleground wherein one becomes a holy person 
is his commitment to maintain his standards day in and day out. And he points out that just like Hashem tells us that we should be holy because he's holy. Like, why is Hashem making this comparison between us and him? Obviously, there's no comparison between us and God, but we know that we're created in the image of God. And just like Hashem does not change, he does not falter, he is always holy. So too, we should be consistent and unfaltering in our moral standards. We need to constantly be on guard and work step by step to achieve our holiness. Because as I said, and as one of my teachers, Sarah Yohavid Rigler, taught me many years ago, if we're not going up, we're going down. One of my Rebbitsons and teachers, Rebbitson Sharon Shanker, who passed away a few months ago tragically from cancer, anyone who knew her could testify to her positive presence, her smile, her sense of humor. She was such a life force that honestly, sometimes I have to pinch myself that she's not here. It's like, it's how is it even possible? One of the things that I would so often be in wonder about was that she was really not bogged down by the fear and anxiety that plagued so many of us from reaching our potential. She so joyfully lived to help others and to teach Torah. That was her purpose in life. And she had such simchas hachaim, joy of life, simchas halev, joy of the heart. And she really lived a life of true freedom and holiness, and I witnessed it firsthand. So part of why I wanted to speak about Rebetzin Shanker in this podcast today is because we're speaking about growing step by step. And this was one of the things that she instilled in me. Rebetzin Shanker was also a psychologist, and she helped me overcome certain anxieties that I had been grappling with for years. For example, I had anxiety about driving on the highway for many years. And this was something I really wanted to overcome because in today's modern world, especially if you live in a city, you need to be able to drive on a highway. So she said to me, I want you to get on the highway, drive one exit and then get off. So I did it. I came back the next week and she said, good. Now next time do two exits. I followed her advice and little by little, my anxiety in this area really dwindled. Her wisdom was in taking small steps, the same approach that we have now during the Omen. Rebetzin Shanker loved to say, You are capable of doing difficult things. And she was right. It's just a matter of whether we're willing to show up to do the work. And the Omer is really the perfect time to start. We can pick one small thing to work on day by day so that when we reach Shavuos, we'll feel a bit more free and a bit more holy. Thank you and have a good day. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, give us a rating, a review, and of course, share with your family and friends. Be blessed.